0: Happy Friday. It's time for the Richard Skipper Friday wrap-up show.
1: Who and what are you celebrating today? Richard Skipper believes every day is worth celebrating, but today we wrap up the week with a dose of positivity. You never know who might show up or what might happen, so get ready. Your Skipper is now coming on board and we are ready to set sail. All aboard happy friday everyone and welcome to the latest edition of richard skipper celebrates who or what are you celebrating today for those of you who are here for the first time welcome my show is all about celebrating celebrating each and every day when and if we take the time to do so and i believe that every day is to be celebrated and all this month i am celebrating cabaret month And I am so excited. We opened the show today with my new promo for my show, which I am debuting this Sunday. And I am proud to say, as of this moment, there are only seven seats available. So if any of you are available to come this Sunday, I will be appearing in my own backyard in Rockland County. Please come and join me. It's a totally unscripted show, and I will be answering questions from the audience about my life, my career, people I've worked with, places I've been, and life lessons that I've learned in this business. I've been very, very fortunate because I have shared a stage with some of the greatest names in the business. And guess what? They've shared stages with me as well. So I'm very excited about that. But today I am celebrating two incredible artists who are breaking ceilings and doing everything in the world of cabaret because they are doing it their way. And before we bring on our first guest, I'm going to show just a little clip of what he is all about. I first became aware of him years ago when I was the associate producer of the Bistro Awards here in New York, and he won a Bistro Award, deservedly so. Uh, so let's take a little uh, glimpse at what he does, and then we will celebrate Arnaldo. Here he is i right.
0: Um, today I'm celebrating um relationships. Um friends, old friends, new friends. You are a new friend to me and um people who I've actually
1: with. old friends, you know our paths crossed, you know it was years yeah. ago when I was performing as Carol Channing. Oh,
0: you know, yes, I heard from Linda Cossett. uh she, she, she has very high praises. He said you have to meet Richard Skipper, but I was so intimidated because you're such a you're over there
1: (laughs) don't even go there Uh, when was the last time you saw Linda I am such a huge fan of Linda's
0: I actually uh, just Facebooked her uh, last um, uh, about three weeks ago because I was in Vallejo uh, in the Bay Area Uh, but we didn't get a chance to meet Uh, we often uh, you know call or talk to each other and I met her at the bistro award that you mentioned earlier where uh, you know because uh, she won Best uh, Recording Artist uh, that year, and that Oscar was Oscar Brown. Yes, for Oscar Brown. Yeah, and she just passed me in the hallway, and she says, "Hey, you're from Seattle. How did you get a New York Mister award?" I said, "I don't know. I just, you know, I did a couple of shows in New York, and you know, I had Irv Rabel, who uh, who was my mentor, and um, met him at the Yale Cabaret Conference, and um, the rest is." I'm just grateful for those connections and those relationships that brought us together again today. And that's what I'm very,
1: it's interesting. You know, I have a screensaver on my uh, uh, computer for March Uh, and you know, with March with leprechauns and uh, St. Patrick's day and everything. And this screensaver actually says, you know, that I am manifesting my dreams and do you believe in manifestation? And I do. You do, uh, you do? because I do. you have had this amazing career. And do um, you believe that you are, you know, actually creating this car- uh, career, or do you believe it's happening because of the connections that you've made along the way?
0: I think I, 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 there was no plan for me. Uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm a I'm an immigrant. I moved to the to Seattle. Uh, my parents took me here. Uh, and I had no idea performance performing on stage was not part of the plan. I just you know wanted to for lack of a better word, assimilate and navigate my new life in in the united states and and I being you know lgbtq I, I needed to find my my community, my tribe, and I joined the Seattle men's chorus and it just happened from there on, and they gave me drag rolls that i the 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 clip uh, that you saw with me in the red dress was—I was—I did Santa Baby, and um, I have to uh, tell you,
1: I sang Santa Baby as Carol Channing at Carnegie Hall.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: The New York City uh, Gay Men's Men's Chorus,
0: yeah, and
1: uh, Sam Harris was also in that concert. So oh, wow. <laughs> something I mean, you and I had in common.
0: Amazing. So um so and that it just happened um and the drag part was also was never part of the plan. It just happened. And I just took the uh the how do you say this, the serendipity or the auspiciousness of the opportunities that were given me. And then later on as I matured and been more aware of I suppose the social political um, uh, um, significance of what I'm doing. So I started doing cabarets, and my tagline is opening hearts and minds through music, one cabaret at a time. Mm-hmm. So,
1: you know, it's very interesting because it, when I started out, uh, appearing as Carol Channing was never really part of the plan either. Oh. It was just one of those things that fell into place uh, for me, and I did it for 20 years and it was very much a part of the career plan and this new show that i'm doing i actually say in the show that god higher power mm-hmm. uh the universe whatever you choose to call it had other plans for me life mm-hmm. is not scripted and mm-hmm. so when uh, the best thing to do is just to go along with it. Uh, Rosa Pupo, my assistant, who's watching, uh, she sent me a wonderful clip last night that I hope that everybody sees uh, from Alexandra Billings. Um, oh, oh yes, Billings, did you see it?
0: Uh, no, 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 no. But I've, I've met her many years ago. She performed in Seattle with uh, uh, a youth a youth choir here. That anyway, go ahead. Tell but she story.
1: talked about you know, um, you know, her starting out and how it all began for her and. Again, she just happened to go into a drag club one night, and with and then things fell into place, and her life uh, took on a different meaning oh, yeah. and a different life and everything, and it's very interesting. You know, not wanting to get political today at all, uh, but. Uh, drag is very much in the forefront mm-hmm. these days, mm-hmm. uh, and it has become political, mm-hmm. and there really is nothing political about the work that mm-hmm. I was doing at one time, and that you're doing currently.
0: Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's. Um, I mean, for a while during the Obama administration, when marriage equality was, you know, was there and everything, and for a while, we we, we discussed among my, my my other friends here in Seattle, like, uh, is uh, gay courses significant still? Is what I'm doing as a drag shantu still significant? Does it matter? Will it, you know, and and now it's becoming more, I mean, for the lack of a better word, again, controversial and why, <laughs> you know, but then it's becoming more, much more important to represent, um, to be visible, and, and and you and you know that the the club that we're going to be performing at next week, uh, no, not next week, uh, for a Cabaret Festival in Washington D.C. has been threatened by the Proud Boys, right? Yes. So um, and so they 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 sent me an email and just said, do you still want to come? Because they were concerned that I might, you know, I said, the more reason I should be there. I mean, the more reason I should be there. I'll and I'm kicking it
1: off. So, you know, the first night, and they're, uh, you know, I, I don't know if they want us to talk about this or not. Uh, but since you did bring it up, mm-hmm. they do a drag brunch on Sundays. Mm-hmm. And uh, it has been brought to their attention that the Proud Boys um, are, there's been a possibility, uh, and it's just a threat that the Proud Boys will, uh, you know, have threatened to picket our shows. Mm-hmm. Um, all the more reason for people to want to come out and support what we're doing. Exactly,
0: exactly. Uh, because
1: uh, uh, I think uh, you know, uh, you know, out of uh, all the entertainers, uh, Lena Katrakas is mm-hmm. uh, entertaining, um, not drag. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anne Kidridge, not drag. Not drag. Uh, you know, but every time we put on a suit, we put on our clothes, we get on stage in front of an audience. Uh, that's drag. Uh, I'm sure that our next entertainer that I'm going to be bringing on in just a moment uh, will say the same thing, that when (laughs) she gets all dolled up up. to appear on stage, uh, she is all uh, in drag. Uh, And she's probably nodding her head right now because (laughs) she is uh, glamorous. She Mm. is beautiful. She is... Uh, the epitome of what it is to be a great entertainer on stage. I'm going to bring her on. I'm going to start with, as we did with you, a clip, and we will keep this conversation going. Uh, Margot Brown is going to be uh, at Don't Tell Mama uh, in May. Uh, The clip that I'm about to show is not from her upcoming show. She has a new album coming out, which we are going to talk about. Uh, But this clip is from her previous show, which won every award that you could possibly win. Here's Margot Sings Mercer.
2: She's the best. Here she is. You're just too marvelous, too marvelous for words. Like glorious, glamorous, and that old standby, amorous. You must have been a beautiful baby. You must have been a wonderful child. When you're only starting to go to kindergarten, I bet you drove the little girls wild. are drinking, my friend. To the end of the free purpose soul. Make it one for my baby, and one more for the room. I'm old fashioned. into heaven right through
1: show possible and tomorrow for words. Hello Margo. Welcome to the Hi. show.
2: Thanks. Thanks so much. And
1: thank you for waiting patiently in the wings. Oh, uh, my pleasure. Kate Arnaldo.
2: Hi. Hi. <laughs>
1: So Margot you when you hit New York, you hit New York with, by storm. I mean, all of a sudden you're in the Cabaret Convention, uh, mm-hmm. you're winning Broadway World Awards, you're and you um uh what awards are you
2: up for right now? Um I just won the Broadway for the duo show. And now we're waiting in the wings to see what comes next.
1: Thank you. Well, congratulations. Thank you. uh, I know that you've got a new album that's coming out. Yes. Uh, I will bring up the uh, artwork for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, here we are, uh, Forever Mm -hmm. Meet With Love. What a gorgeous Mm -hmm. photograph. Mm -hmm. Thank Uh, you.
2: Is this taken in your own backyard? It, Courtesy of Sarah Kale. it was at the beach here, yes.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We all envy you for that. (laughs) The weather's (laughs) lovely. Gorgeous. Tell us about the show, for uh, Forever Me With Love, and how you came up with the title.
2: Okay, so the show is my debut show for the CD, and it's a CD release show. Um, the title was an interesting story. I, I actually, Phil Hinton helped me do the arrangements and was my music director on this album. And he and I talked, and he said, you know, I'm looking, I'm thinking about titles. What do we do here? And he song-choiced three of the, the, the songs that are on the album. And I kept thinking about it. And I was listening and listening and listening. And one of the songs on the album is Summer Me, Winter Me. Mm-hmm. Mm. And in that lyric, is Forever Me With Love. And all of a sudden, one day I was listening. And I was like, aha, the light bulb went off. And I said, that's it. And that's how it happened. It was- so
1: when you were putting a show together... Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, you know, a lot of people, uh, don't realize this. I mean, uh, and I'm sure Arnaldo is going to agree with me to do the work that we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you first of all have to have an ego, let's face it. We've got to have the ego, but it's not just about us getting on stage, doing the work we do. It's about the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love the creative process. Mm-hmm. Um, Liza Minnelli recently uh, said that for her, um, it was all about what happened in the rehearsal studio where the magic really happens.
0: Exactly. Uh,
1: And I love, I mean, Michael Mackesy is my director for my new show. And I just, and I always say to him, throw ideas at me, just throw them at me. And there's nothing more exciting than an idea popping up and going, why didn't I think of that? Or that's just wonderful. Um, Tell us about your team, Marco.
2: Okay. So this time for the first time I've, Flown the coop, jumped out of the nest, been pushed out of the nest by Jeff Harner, who directed the other shows. And I'm working this time with Tanya Moberly, directing, wow. and John Weber, music director. Steve Doyle will be on bass. So it is a whole new experience for me, totally out of my comfort zone after almost nine years.
1: Now, I going to back up for a moment. Yeah. Now, uh, let's start with Jeff Harner. Okay, Jeff the Harner, Jeff. Um, who, um, and I will say this, I worship at the feet of Jeff Harner. Uh, Jeff Harner is the holy grail in this business. Mm-hmm. Um, after nine years, what is it? Uh, why move on?
2: Um, I think that what happened, he and I discussed what, you know, the album and everything and doing a CD release. And he said to me, like a, a parent would push a child you need to get out of your comfort zone because I'm very comfortable with Jeff. It's a very comfortable place to be in Arnaldo. I know you understand that. And so do you, Richard. When when somebody is so comfortable and they know all your faults and and all your insecurities, which especially on stage, at points people want to see, of course, it's all about the audience and the audience seeing what we can bring to them. Mm -hmm. Jeff knew me so well that I think he felt at this point, let's push and see what else we can get. And this was his way of doing it for me. Mm -hmm. And working with Tanya has been eye-opening and such a different experience for me. Because normally I would sing an hour of songs and never open my mouth. And here I am opening my mouth in this show more than I ever have. And I think Jeff will be shocked when he sees the show to know that the man who would pull powder out of me <laughs> never could get me to talk. And now we've got Tanya and I'm not shutting up. So oh,
1: Well, I love Tanya. So. <laughs> I love, love you. I, Tanya, if you're watching, if you see this anywhere, I love you, Tanya.
2: <laughs> it's the wildest thing. And John Weber is mm-hmm. just a genius. So between the two of them and, and me trying to work this up, it's, it's just been such a joyride. Now, are you doing this by Zoom or are you traveling back and forth? Um, actually, so far we have rehearsed on the phone because I'm in Florida and they're in New York. Um, So it's been all via electronics. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm actually going to be in the city in a couple of weeks. So okay. that will be all rehearsal face-to-face. And I'm going to be um, at the Men's Glee Club performing one night while I'm up there. And then I'm rehearsing the rest of the time. So that's all good. And um, then back um, in May, I'll probably come up once in April and then May, the show hits.
1: Well, I hope to be at your show in May. I hope so. I'm going to do everything I can to be there last night. I do want to say this. I went to see those girls uh, last night at don't tell mama. Oh my God. One of the best shows I have seen, uh, They are just phenomenal. Anytime anybody, if you see that they are performing anywhere, go, go, go. Stuart Moulton was in the audience last night and he's taking them to Austin, Texas. Stuart, it was great seeing you last night. Bring me to Austin, Texas. I want (laughs) to go. I've never been to Austin so we're gonna have a little fun right now with both of you i want to talk about the creative process and everything and uh so uh i'm gonna let you uh margot i have two questions they are mystery questions i don't even know what they are so i'm gonna let you (laughs) pick number one or number two one and your question is uh well it's actually a statement it's called it forward uh and it says um it well it says give this to someone after you've gone through it You've had the great pleasure of working with Jeff Harner. Um, I'd like you to tell us something that you've learned about yourself from working with Jeff Harner um, that perhaps he doesn't even know that perhaps if he's seeing this now or later that you could share with everybody and something that you've learned about yourself from working with Tanya Moberly. Okay.
2: So with Jeff, It would be that no matter how hard the request may be from a director, do it, try it, and run with it. That that would be my my thing about Jeff. Um, With Tanya, because I'm just getting to know her, having not worked with her before, you know, seen her in passing, um, it would be that I'm learning that she works as fast as I do and her brain works as fast as mine does. And we're getting so much to accomplish so quickly that I'm astounded how brilliantly she sees things and can keep things moving as it needs to go on, um, I need time to, I I always need a timeline and, and Tanya is very good at keeping the schedule moving mm. forward. It's very important to me that things are on time and she is phenomenal at making sure that everything is processed accordingly.
1: That's great. And Arnaldo, the other yes. question is, uh, okay. Uh, it says, say no to something you don't want to do. Is it easy for you to say no in this business, or do you find yourself saying yes more often than no?
0: I, It's hard for me to say no because I'm uh, really a people pleaser. I had to learn how to say no. And the minute I started learning how to say no, the more respect I get from people. Um, and it's not being rudely saying no. As long as they understand the reason why it's a no, um, so I have learned in the business and not just in business, but in life in general, um, to be able to say no. Um, it, it was very, very hard for me to, to say no when I was much younger because I just want to please people, make mm-hmm. them happy. <laughs> you know,
1: <laughs> uh, I'm reading a great book by the way, uh, which I highly recommend. It's A Year uh, of Yes by Jacqueline. Uh, it's a great. Have you read it? No. Oh, it's a great, uh, where she was just the opposite. As a writer, she hated being on stage, she hated doing talk shows, she hated being in the spotlight. So it was very difficult the book opens with her being interviewed by Oprah Winfrey and everybody was like, Oh my God, you're being interviewed by Oprah Winfrey. And the whole thing was a blur for her because she could not remember anything. She was so nervous about the process because, and she had said no to Oprah several times before she finally said yes to it. And it's a very good book. I recommend it to everybody. A year of yes. Mm -hmm. So Margot, what secrets do you desire to whisper in your next year's ear in terms of getting what you desire in your career?
2: Hmm, what secrets? What do I wish for? Um, that's an interesting question, Richard. What do I wish for? Here, here's what I think I would say to myself. My wish would be that people who come to see my shows and people who hear me and people who hear the album would smile and enjoy and just appreciate the moment. I think that there are, you asked earlier about celebrating and and looking at things. I think that every moment is so precious uh-huh. and each day is so precious that I would, I would hope that through this next year and the show that I'm putting together um, and then the next show that it's already kind of in the back of my mind um, that the joy that I get from doing this manifests itself to everybody else. That would be my wish.
1: What a, that's a great wish. That's a great wish. That, that's my <laughs> wish. That's my wish for Sunday. Everybody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And seven people,
2: go get those tickets.
1: Yes, 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 yes. Uh, Arnaldo, uh, four things that you've changed your mind on in the past year.
0: Four things that I yes. changed my mind on. Um, wow. <laughs> that's kind of <laughs> deep and heavy. <laughs> um, I changed... Uh, Recently, I changed uh, roles in my work because I needed to take care of myself more and be able to spend more time with the things that I love to do. Because I also have a an elderly mother that I need to take care of. So, um, so, um, so I, um, so I moved work, my work uh, transition to another position, which is less less uh, stressful and more uh, caring uh, to self care. Um, Second is, um, um, I haven't been singing for a while because of life. You know, life sometimes it intervenes, and so I I want to perform more. So I've uh, the last time I really sang on stage was last October, and um, so this um, preparing for this uh, show on Friday to prepare for the twenty fourth. Is uh, for me getting the muscles back into that's, shape. That's where right? I am. You and I are on yeah. the same path. Yeah, I'm like, what What's going on? I mean, where's <laughs> no, my voice? I mean, I I'm, I'm, am I? I'm, you know, have I lost it? I was so I needed to um, go back into my routine, and so I changed my routine. I'm sleeping earlier, um, moisturizing my my instrument to make sure that I'm ready, prepared um, for 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 the show, and then I'm just. Uh, I'm since I'm producing also a Cabaret festival, the other thing that I'm changing right now is like i I need to get more grants, so I'm working with a grant writer so I could invite people like you you know or you know uh and or and margot i both of you i mean i I need mean, to have to have you here in Seattle and 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 showcase the you know cabaret uh for our festival um so and be able to get um also um more um, grants to subsidize artists who cannot afford a musical director. So, I mean, or fly themselves here. So that's what I'm working on right now that I want to change in my mind.
1: So, that's wonderful. And I'm going to give you a piece of advice that I got from K.T. Sullivan okay. uh, when I first started out in this business. K.T. Sullivan said, make sure, and this is my advice to all the singers who are watching. She said, when you uh, are doing a show... Make sure that at least uh, five people know your show so you're never at a loss. And one of the things that I'm loving about uh, Michael Macasey is he's got, he does everything on the iPad and he's making notes mm-hmm. on the iPad so that every note is there. So that if God forbid he was not available, he's going with me uh, to Washington as well. So, God forbid, he would be able to take those notes and just transfer them to. Anybody, it's and it's because so many people uh, will say I can't do that show because my musical director's not right, musical. and you have to be able to be able to go on uh, and do uh, you know everything anywhere. When I was performing as Carol, um, and I was traveling all over the country, the one thing that they could not afford was to travel with my musical director. Mm-hmm. So um, I had all my charts. On a special page, and they could go on and get my and download my charts, and I would show up and have uh, thirty second uh, thirty seconds sometimes to go through (laughs) and uh, you know that's what it felt like. Yeah,
0: the road mapping. Yeah, just like
1: okay, we're gonna go from here to here, here to here to here, (laughs) and I'd go on, and it was petrifying, but it was that's what it was.
0: That's actually what's going to happen to me in D.C. Because um, uh, Howard Breitbart, who's uh, musical director for the Capitol Steps, is playing for me. So I've just been setting him my charts and, you know, trying to. Well, you um, know he's
1: one of the best in the business. Oh,
0: I know. That's what the, uh, Parker was telling me. R- he's one of the, the best in the business. So I'm so exactly excited. You've
1: got him. You're in good hands. And
0: so sweet and so wonderful. And, and he knows how to, like, take care of his artists. So I'm like, Oh my God. I mean, I'm eager to meet him and give him a hug.
1: Well, <laughs> yeah, you're in good, you're in very good hands. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, Margot, when it comes to the work that you're doing, what projects drained you this week as we're doing our wrap up
2: show? What drained me? Hmm. Um, hmm. You know, I'm going to actually say, n- really, nothing drained good. me this good week. Answer. I had a great week. Wow. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. I rehearsed, I rehearsed for both shows and I'm happy.
1: That's good. Yeah, it was a good That's week. Happy. I love to hear that. Yeah. yeah um, week. Uh, Arnaldo, did any one person drain you this week?
0: Um, yes, I mean like I, have, I come from a very big family. <laughs> 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 I'm number eight of nine children.
1: Wow. Um, so. My mom's the oldest of 16. My 16. dad was oh my my one of 11.
0: Oh, my goodness. Are mm-hmm. you Catholic?
1: <laughs> no. no I, grew up, I grew up on a farm. So. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the oldest of four. So that's wow.
0: Good. So, yeah, family can sometimes be both wonderful and both draining. So, But it's okay. It's all good. I love them all.
1: That's wonderful. Uh, Margot, what new insights or knowledge have you gained about your career in the past year?
2: I'm sorry, what was the beginning of that, Richard? What what... What
1: new insights or knowledge have you gained about your career in the past year?
2: Um, I don't know if it's, well, as far as the music side of it goes, because music was a career change for me. Um, It was something I always wanted to do, but it was a late change when I started performing um, again, I'll call it again, um, that I really need to be in control of what happens on stage. And even though I have a director and a music director and everything else, um, I do better for me when I know what's going to happen. I'm good with surprises, but you know, they're always going to happen. I know from my dancing as well, you practice and you rehearse and you rehearse and you're 110% ready to go. And maybe you come off with a 90%er if yeah. you're lucky. So I understand that. But I also know that I, I'm, I'm a control freak. Let's just, you know, mm-hmm. that's me. And I'm learning as I'm older, it's okay to let go,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but it's still difficult.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Arnaldo, uh, what is your mission and values when it comes to your career over the next year?
0: Um, over the next year for uh, mission and goals is to um, uh, be more inclusive with um, with my, my festival, you know, because I would like to make it grow and, um, you know, keep cabaret alive uh, here in the Northwest, uh, Pacific Northwest. Um, and in terms of me, my singing and my Uh, my drag Chanteuse, or me as Arnaldo, I would like to perform more uh, outside of the Seattle area and be able to travel and, you know, experience a real, you know, (laughs) shows going from city to city, because I've never really done that, because I've always had a full-time job. I still am. I'm here in my office right Mm now. I'm not supposed to be working. So... (laughs) But now you just no, told everybody. But no, but it's... <laughs> no, 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 I just yeah. no, no, but I can always, like, you know, uh, put this as part of my, um, how would I say this? My That's community funny. work. My yeah. community work, right? So it, it is, uh, for me, a community is a big deal for me because I, as I mentioned earlier, you know, I celebrate relationships and community is a big deal. So I'm involved with the Filipino community of Seattle, Pride Asia, um, of course, in the cabaret world. And um, so... I, I'd like to make uh, uh, more people of color in in the cabaret world as well. Um, so um, not only that, also the marginalized um, members of our community who are talented, right, mm-hmm. who couldn't afford. That's why I'm trying to get this grant.
1: Well, uh, fingers are crossed. Yeah, manifest, it manifest it, it manifest
0: That's all, you know. uh, whoever hears it you
1: know. (laughs) Margo when it comes to your work uh, what where is your focus over the next three days
2: three days is um, actually running the new show because I've got a rehearsal Monday so I'd like to be off book when Mm -hmm. we do rehearse so I'm that further ahead of the game Mm -hmm. Um, I've changed the patter up a bunch and I think that the next three days that's that's my main goal is to mm-hmm. just try and get off book. So
1: that's, yeah. that's, the, that's, 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 that's the kicker. <laughs> uh, that's the kicker.
0: Right. Yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, yes. Uh, Arnaldo, uh, what kind of impact do you desire to have uh, on the work that you're doing? And uh, you pretty much just touched upon mm-hmm. that uh, with the, with uh, your previous uh, answer.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but moving beyond that.
0: Um, uh <clears throat> uh what other i I think uh how would I say this I'm not gonna be here forever, so I would like to be able to um, mentor uh, uh younger um younger artists younger singers younger performers who don't get a chance to do solo shows because uh, a lot of the musical theater people join a group it's very rare that people get to do their own solo shows and create and be able to express themselves musically um so this is what the festival is about so i would like to be able when you know when i finally decide to go full-time or retire or whatever um you know i would like to be able for for this to continue uh, without me
1: Good for you. I want to let everyone know, if you haven't seen it already, there's a wonderful documentary. It was just released uh, after 22 years uh, on uh, Laurie Beachman. Uh, mm-hmm. And it was just released this week. It's, it's called Listen to Her Heart. It's on uh, YouTube. And uh, on Wednesday, uh, it was the 25th anniversary of Laurie Beachman's passing. And we did a celebration of her life and her legacy. Mm-hmm. And Laurie Beachman had this fear that she would be erased, that people would not remember her, and uh, and it's important that we keep the music alive, that we mm-hmm. continue to play this music, and thank God, Margot, you're leaving a CD behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, long after you're gone, people <laughs> will still be listening to you. So uh, it, it's great that we leave these markers behind. So mm-hmm. uh, kudos to you. It's mm-hmm. important. Um, And uh, you said that nothing, uh, that you had a great week. Yes, I Um, did. What was the highlight of this week for you, Margot?
2: Oh, Oh, gosh. The highlight. You know, Richard, the week's still going. So I think there could still be more good stuff coming. (laughs) <laughs>
1: our highlight is happening tonight. We're getting a snowstorm tonight here in New York. Oh okay, wow.
2: Well, it's like 90 degrees here, so I don't oh have to God. worry about that. <laughs> um, I'm dancing tonight, so you know that's all good. Oh, that's I, good. You know it's, it's all good. I, it can only get better.
1: That's wonderful. You know? Arnaldo, how fully are you experiencing your career? I know that you've been away from it for a while. Um, you and I, I think we're on the same trajectory because this show that I'm doing on Sunday will be the first time that I have performed in four years. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. I did a concert it's... for our church. Um, uh, but I'll tell it, you're going to be here more than five minutes.
0: Oh, no, okay. Sorry.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, okay. okay
0: sorry. Somebody came in. <laughs>
1: Bring <laughs> it's them okay. on camera. No, no, Bring them on up, camera. That's <laughs> no, right. Bring them on! I'll talk to them. <laughs> it's okay. Um, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> no, but how fully are you in experiencing your career?
0: Uh, how full? I, I'm, 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 I'm full in the present. I mean, like to now. I mean, this is the highlight of my week. I mean, talking to you both. I mean, I'm learning a lot of lessons and meeting the two of you again and having a personal, you know, conversation is the highlight of my week. Um, I would like. Um, I mean, I know I'm. I'm so. In- into the and tonight I'll be rehearsing so and I love the rehearsal process and uh, that for me is like you know because when you're in the show you get in your zone right in your zone you're just whatever you, you just bless it and release it because everything that you've worked hard for you've already done it at rehearsal right. so um so the for me the, the performance is the cherry on top and but the rehearsal and the creative process is really the cream, you know, the the main thing. Because as Margot also mentioned earlier, you know, um, the, and you, Richard, you know, the 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 ideas come flow, and this is where we do our, uh, you know, this is where we stop, and this is where we crescendo, this is where we, you know, s- s- things like that. So that excites me. So. Um, I, I I as I mentioned earlier I like I would love to be able to perform more um uh but with all my other obligations and commitments with family and work um it's really a you know it's a work life balance that I'm trying to do right now which and I'm okay with that I'm okay with that that's something that I signed up for um and um so yeah always be present in the moment because every moment counts right Margot Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So and the other
2: thing, Arnaldo, that I was going to say is, and we talk about this in the dance studio, is, and I know you and Richard will both understand this. When you walk into that space, whatever that space is—rehearsal space—or you check everything else at the door. Yes. Leave so it there. you're so focused on on what you're doing in that moment because you're not going to get that moment back. Mm-hmm. And as we're learning what we're doing or performing, you've got to be in those moments. Yes. Well, think about
1: the MC in Cabaret
2: mm-hmm. when he
1: says, Leave your troubles outside. Yes. In here, life is beautiful. The girls. Are oh, beautiful. yes, so are
0: beautiful. Even yes. the band is beautiful. Yes,
1: everything is beautiful. Do you need to leave, Arnaldo? Oh, no, 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 I don't no. Do no, you need to no, be no, in no, trouble? No, no, um, no. no, no, no. no. Okay. Uh, but, you know, and that's what it's about. Um, mm. You know, I was talking to someone the other day. Uh, We are living in this incredibly politically polarized Mm -hmm. uh, world that we're living in. Um, And my show is completely based on questions from the audience, nothing political, uh, because I want that to be left out. Mm -hmm. I want people to be able to come and have a good time and to forget about what's going on in the world outside. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I have had a phenomenal career. I have worked with great people. I've I've got great stories to share. I hope that the audience will enjoy this. Um, The show on uh, Sunday, uh, it's friends and uh, fellow artists and people that really know me. Um, This gives me a chance to try it out. Washington, D.C. is the real test (laughs) because I'm going to really know if the show has legs. Mm -hmm. And I really am hoping that I have a show that I'm going to be able to take to the Seattle Cabaret Festival and around and around the <laughs> world, uh, you know, so that people would be interested in the stories that I have to tell about what it's like to be in this business mm-hmm. because that's what this show is about. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not just about me getting up there and contemplating my navel for an hour, uh, but sharing what it's like to be in this business uh, based on the questions that the audience present to us.
2: That sounds so, so exciting. It so, really sounds so exciting. I wish I
1: could be there. I, I'm excited about it. Um, so, Margot, uh, when it comes to doing the work that you're doing, um, do you I mean, do you have a real strong sense of who Margot Brown is, um, or are you still discovering who Margot Brown is?
2: Um, yes to both. <laughs> yes to both. Um, I'm old enough and secure enough to know who I am. But I also still feel like I'm, you know, I'm lucky to be 10, 11, 12-ish, you know, and, and get to do these adult things that I get to do. And nobody can tell me no. Um, so I, I am I'm always learning. I, I don't think we ever stop learning, but learning more about myself and, and um, always, always. Am I secure in myself? Yes. Well, good for you. Good yeah. for
1: you, um, Arnoldo. Um, describe the week that you've got ahead of you.
0: Oh, the week ahead of me. Um, um, uh, so tonight I'm um, uh, I'll be um, rehearsing, um, and then um, then tomorrow uh, I'm having a birthday party with my my niece, my husband's niece. So, oh, yeah. and uh, we're gonna so we're doing family stuff and then on sunday i'm meeting with a grant writer so i'm i'm just pushing through and see what happens and you know uh well see. so i'm just not um how would i say that? i'm just not letting things happen now i've learned to uh go after it and you know cuz we had a conversation before the show like we didn't plan these things. I mean, I didn't plan to be a performer at all. I mean, I am i came from the Philippines, I'm an immigrant and the thing that you do is like, go get a job, go get a car, go get a house <laughs> and get a, you know, and that's, you know, and the rest here is like, I'm, I'm really having a wonderful, creative, beautiful, um, productive life. Um, and I'm very grateful for that. Very, very grateful. I know it's, I'm quite privileged actually to be talking to, to both of you. I mean, today, I mean, that's what's not part of the plan at well, all.
1: I'm, I'm thrilled that you you're might. here today. Um, Margot, does thinking about your upcoming show um, and your upcoming uh, CD hmm. make you think about the next show that's coming up after that? I mean, a lot of people are constantly thinking about what's next, what's next, what's next? Or are you able to just truly be in the moment of, I mean, what is now called mindfulness, of really being in the moment of just being able to focus on this?
2: Right now, I'm solely focused on the CD show. Um, by the time May rolls around, probably by the time June, and I start you know, mid mid-June after that, July... I'll probably start prepping for what I believe might be the next show. I've got some ideas listed, but right now my sole focus, I mean, I've been with this album now since it started during the pandemic and COVID. And um, I've lived so many different incantations of it. And now that we're creating the show around it, it's 24 seven, this show. Uh, So until it's, May 9th and 6.59 and the room doors are closed, fingers crossed, full, um, you know, or 8.30 that night after the first show. Then I'll probably go, okay, did it next, you know, and do it the next night, but solely focused on this right now. I, I can't think beyond, truthfully. That's the point I'm at. That's great. Yeah.
1: Ronaldo? What will you do to impact the world around you today?
0: Oh, wow. Um, (laughs) Is is this the Miss Universe
1: pageant? speaking of which, I am doing a show (laughs) next month on the history of the Miss America pageant. I love it. I love it. On the show who have a new documentary coming out. it, it, uh, I will, uh, since you brought this up, uh, <laughs> everyone it, uh, subscribe to my newsletter. Oh my uh, you can go to richardskipper.com <laughs> to sign up for it so that you'll know when it's going to be coming up if you don't cool. already get the newsletter. But it's cool. coming up in April, and I am so excited that these guys are. It's going to be all about the controversies, the ups, the um. downs, the future, everything about the Miss America. uh yeah. okay. <laughs> I <laughs> I
2: guess I just bringing that I just want the
0: I think laughter. I mean, just make somebody smile or laugh or giggle. I mean, (laughs) and um, of course, world peace. There you go. (laughs) World peace. Good.
1: Um, (laughs) Margo, how did you? um, You know, you you mentioned earlier that you know you started this aspect of your career Mm -hmm. uh, late in life, and I saw a quote um, in your video, uh, from our mutual friend, Jill Schweitzer. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Jill has a wonderful book out, which I will plug also, uh, the contemporary singers, uh, handbook, Mm -hmm. uh, and which I recommend to everybody in this business. Um, how did you get started with this aspect of your career?
2: Okay. So I was in the computer business for over 25 years and, um, traveled every week, Mm -hmm. And got to a point where I said, you know what? Enough's enough. And um, I want to do what I always wanted to do, which was perform. So when I was 51, I retired out of that and started this. And took a master class with Marilyn May. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. she asked me if I had a show. And I said, no. I wouldn't know how to put together a show. And then um, I took a master class with Jeff. And he asked me the same question. I thought, well, that's interesting. That's two and, you know, a couple of months. and wow. hmm. So I said, okay, you're onto something here. I mean, I know he's sung, but you're onto something. And, and maybe it's time that you do this. And that's how I started it. So I made a deal. I retired out in, well, the end of 2019. So by 2010, my deal was if I had a paying gig, I was going down the right path. And December 30th, that year, I got it. Wow. Took me the year. But I did it wow. and that's when I said, okay, you're on the right path and that's how it started cool. and from there it just kind of kept moving forward and I kept putting the work in and kept moving forward and moving forward and moving forward so that's how I ended up doing this now as opposed wow. to sales and marketing and major corporations
1: well congratulations Thank
2: congratulations
1: you. Wow.
0: Thanks wow. yeah
1: fabulous
0: you, just- you inspire me you inspire me. Oh.
2: Oh, it's so much fun!
1: <laughs> um, Arnaldo, what is your best method for self promotion?
2: Um,
0: um, oh gosh, social media. I used to mail out postcards, but self promotion—just I bring cards wherever I go. I go to parties. I, I mean, a family occasion. My biggest marketer, actually, my secret weapon is my mother. Oh, she calls everyone.
1: So but she makes house calls.
0: Oh, yes, she does. Yes, she does. (laughs) So the the funny thing is, like, uh, a lot of people come to my shows not just to watch me, but also to watch my family. Because it's very rare that you find 20, 30 people, all Filipinos, you know, supporting their drag performer, um, cousin, nephew, brother... You know, so it's, um, and with, with, and my, and my show is very family friendly with the, with the, with the nephews and nieces, you know, so it's mm-hmm. just been, um, uh, yeah, in that sense, I'm just really grateful. Again, I, you know, I mean, you're asking me all these questions and I'm, you know, just verbalizing things that I've never verbalized often, you know, but the, truly, uh, my family supports me 100%, mm-hmm. um, which is very rare in the LGBTQ community.
1: Um especially- uh, anywhere anywhere so uh yes that's uh, mm-hmm. god bless your family mm-hmm. uh the same question for you uh, what's the um, best method for self
2: promotion oh gosh, like on all said social media, but I also think that um getting it's a grassroots effort and mm-hmm. and like you said, you know it's the cards it's it's the networking it's Constant letting somebody know where you are and where you're going to be, and mm-hmm. but but most of all, it is the networking. And Richard, thank you for this because this, helps yeah. You. Um, but but it is a challenge, especially as a one man woman band. I mean, mm-hmm. it is a challenge, and it mm-hmm. and being in Florida and I don't know you in Seattle, we're not in New York, we're mm-hmm.
0: so, not in New York, yeah
2: you know, getting known and how do I do this? And and right. honestly, Jeff was wonderfully gracious and this community is so gracious and supportive. And that's the other thing about the cabaret community is mm-hmm. everybody's kindness yes. has been so wonderful and so uplifting to help you move to the next step or get you somewhere or not not they're they're empowering in that they're sharing the information people share information they're not restrictive and not you know not saying no you you can't go here i don't want you to go there because i want to be there they're saying here's who you call here's what you do have you tried this would you consider doing this have and so, and so that's i think the biggest piece of it mm-hmm. is to be able to network But the kindness of the people in this this mm-hmm. particular community is huge mm-hmm.
1: That's wonderful. I can't believe this. We are at the end of our show. I love both of you so much. Uh, Don't go anywhere because I'm going to give both of you a chance to have your final word today. Uh, It could be about anything that we spoke about today that you want to build upon, anything that we didn't talk about that you wish that we had or just any final message that you want to leave everyone with today. Um, And, uh, and I will uh, explain how this was going to work, but you're both going to get your final word today. I'm going to give my final word today. um, And uh, I want to begin by saying, um, I was having a conversation with my neighbor this morning and uh, she, her daughter is doing a big fundraiser. That's going to be taking place next month at 54 below here in New York. And she mentioned, uh, to a friend of his and this well-known entertainer is going to be headlining this fundraiser. And she said, please tell your friends about the fundraiser. And he said, well, most of my friends don't know who uh, this uh, headliner is. And when she told me this, I had a knee jerk reaction to that. I said, it's not up to him to decide whether or not his friends know who this headliner is. It's up to him just to let them know that this event is taking place. Oh. One of my favorite quotes is Argue for your limitations, and sure enough, they're yours. Oh. That quote is by Richard Bach from the book Illusions. Oh. We always put uh, roadblocks in front of us oh. that don't necessarily belong there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I realize with Arnaldo being in Seattle and mm-hmm. Margot right now being in Florida and eventually coming to New York, that because of logistics that a lot of people can't go to my show here in New York or Arnaldo's show or Margot's show, but we all have friends that live mm-hmm. in these areas. And it takes very little effort to tell your friends mm-hmm. about these shows, not just for us, but for Mm -hmm. all of our friends Mm -hmm. that are in this business. That's great. We all put our hearts and souls on the line with these shows, not to mention our pocketbooks. It's Mm -hmm. very expensive to do what we do. Mm -hmm. Uh, We don't ask for hands-outs. We uh, do it because we love doing this. Mm -hmm. But you can help everyone out by just spreading the word, letting other people do it. I've always said that social media is about one of – three things. I recently left Facebook. And a lot of people said, well, why did you leave Facebook? Well, I discovered the the algorithms of Facebook don't really work anymore because Mm -hmm. Facebook controls who sees my post and who doesn't. Uh, I have a newsletter. Uh, If you're interested in getting the newsletter, go to uh, RichardSkipper.com and sign up for it. And that Mm -hmm. will keep you up to date with what I'm doing and what's coming up. Ziggy, stop. My device just went off. Uh, so, uh, it's that time of day uh, but anyway uh, you know there. that's how I get the word out mm-hmm. um, you know and if you're interested just sign up for it uh, But and you can share that with other people you can let uh-huh. other people know about things uh-huh. uh, those of you who are on social media it takes very little effort to hit the like button to hit the share button and to leave a comment just to say much success to you I wish you a good mm-hmm. show. Just to acknowledge the post that you see there, mm-hmm. because all of us in this business okay. only want to be acknowledged. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope to see you if you're available on Sunday, uh, and if you're not there, send your friends. Uh, like I said, there are only seven seats available.
2: Um, mm-hmm.
1: I end every show by telling everyone to go out and do something nice for somebody else without expecting anything in return. Pick up the phone and call someone that you have not spoken to in a while. Not an email message, not a text message, not a private inbox message, a phone call. And let that person know the impact that they have made in your life. They may not even know. It's important that you let them know how they've mattered in your life. Uh, I have a dear friend, he says, we're all in the same storm, but we're not in the same boat. And I always say, We're all in different size boats. Some are in canoes, some are in yachts, some are in rafts, some are pushing uh, tugboats upstream. I don't care what size boat you're on. Uh, Whatever size boat you're on, make sure you have a skipper by your side. (laughs) I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna turn it over to you, Arnaldo. And when you finish, Argo, you've got the final word today. Thank you all and make it a better tomorrow. Thank you. it's all
0: yours. Thank you, Richard. I guess my final word is just believe in yourself, believe in your passion, work hard, do it with integrity and accountability and everything will happen for you. I promise you. I mean, I've never uh, you know, I I I've, I've never done done some shortcuts, but this things that I'm having today is such a blessing and such a wonderful, grateful gift. Um that I'm having right now, meeting different kinds of people and singing the songs I like, and meeting the people that I love. I have found my tribe. So just go for your dreams and believe in yourself. Margot.
2: Thank you. and thank you, Richard, as well. Um I would say that what Ronaldo said is so true. Believe in yourself, shoot for the moon, shoot for the stars, and never give up. And don't let anybody tell you no. Because every time somebody tells you no, that should only spur you on to go get your dream. And that's the important thing.